Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of, what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective? We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. You can find all the podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl, and today I want to tell you to repent and believe the gospel. Christ died and rose from the dead for sinners by name. He did all the work necessary to rescue you from hell and bring you to eternal life with him. Believe it. Turn to Christ and live. Now, some of you may be familiar with that, with what I just said, because I tweet it every day. I actually don't tweet it every day. I have it set up. Each week, I set it up to be tweeted every day. Why? Why is this something important that we need to hear and see and read? Not only as Christians. Christians, we do need to see this, but the unbelievers need to see this as well. Why? Because it's the gospel. It's the good news of Jesus Christ. It's what we must do to have eternal life with Him forever. And He's done it. He has done it all. And it is important to share this good news. So today I just want to talk about that, about this message. Why do I share this every day? Why is it important that you see this every day and that if you see this, and I know some of you like it when you see it, but are you sharing it? You don't have to share this tweet. You don't have to re- retweet it. But are you sharing this message? Are you sharing this message of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus Christ? Because it is important we do that as Christians. If we want to see others come to Christ, how can they know how to do that unless we tell them how to do that? Unless we show them where eternal life can be found, unless we share with them the words of eternal life. You know, Jesus has the words of eternal life. That's what Peter said to him. Where should we go, Lord? We, we don't want to leave you. You know, all, many of his disciples and followers kept leaving him, and, and Peter says, where are we going to go? You have the words to eternal life. And that's my paraphrase of that passage. But it's true. Christians, we have the words of eternal life. We have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because we heard the gospel, the Holy Spirit regenerated us, we were born again to believe, and now we believe, and now we have a mission. Our mission is to go and preach the gospel, to tell people where they can find eternal life, and that is a life in Christ. Now, you could do that in many different ways. Some people are, might be a little shy, a little afraid to stand on a street corner and preach. Now, I've done that a few times, and I want to get back into doing that, because I believe that is a way... Because people aren't going to just walk into your church. They might. The Holy Spirit can do that. So I'm not going to deny that the Holy Spirit can't bring people randomly into your church. But usually they're invited. Usually they're, 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 they hear the gospel and then they come to church. That's the usual way. But you can still invite, just invite people to your church if you're not even doing that. This time of year, people are usually thinking... Of Christmas, even the unbeliever is thinking of Christmas. Now I know us, some in the Reformed camp don't have like a Christmas sermon or Advent series, and that's fine. But other people see this Christmas thing everywhere, and it's a perfect opportunity to share the gospel, to at least invite somebody to church to hear the gospel. Now, hopefully you're in a church that is preaching the gospel. Hopefully your pastor each week from the scripture is preaching the words of eternal life, and not their own message. No one needs to hear 
about you, our own personal whatever thing. Like our stories are good and you know powerful and effective. People love story. If they didn't love story, you know there wouldn't be movies and books and TV shows because there's stories in them. But the ultimate story, the ultimate story we need to tell people, is the story of Jesus Christ, and that can be found in the scriptures. Genesis to Revelation, about Christ redeeming a people, about God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, redeeming a people who have sinned against Him. We have all fallen in Adam. In Adam all have died, but in Christ we can all live by faith in Christ. You see, we were supposed to live this perfect, righteous life. We were commanded to live a perfect, righteous life and be holy as God is holy, yet we cannot do this. We, we fail in everything, word, thought, and deed. There's not a day, even as a Christian, that I don't sin. I still struggle with my sin. That's why, and I, I'm randomly rambling on, but that's why we need to hear the gospel. I need to keep tweeting that, and I keep need to read that and to believe that, that Jesus has paid for my sins. Christian, Jesus has paid for your sins. It is paid in full. We rest in that. And then by that, we, we, we see our guilt that we need Christ. We see the grace of Christ. And now we live a life of gratitude, a, a life devoted to him. And part of that life devoted to him is to tell others how to get to him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by him. He is the only way to heaven. He is the only way that a sinner can be reconciled. I want to read from you from the Bible, if you don't mind, because that's why we're here to read and teach and preach and from the scriptures, because I don't want to tell you my own thing here. I want to make sure that what I'm telling you is from the Word of God. And the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians, it says, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And here it is. For our sake, he made him, Christ, to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is, the gospel. Jesus, being made sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. But before that, Paul is saying that they are ambassadors, that the apostles were ambassadors, and we are to be ambassadors, representatives of God, going out into the world, preaching the gospel. Preach. We must tell people. We must tell them where they can find eternal life. And it, it's not, I often have heard, well, I don't, I don't have to tell people this. Uh, they can see it in my actions. I, I live the gospel. We can't live the gospel. We, we, can't, we can't live the gospel. Because the gospel is the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for sinners, to save sinners, to the glory of God. We can't live that. Jesus lived that. So we have to tell other people about that. We have to go and tell people about Jesus, not about our lives, not even our testimony. We could use our testimony to get to the gospel, but if we never get to the gospel, if I just tell you, yes, I, I was a wretched man, I, you know, was was almost divorced, and then somebody gave me a movie that had the gospel in it, and then I was saved. What does that do? What does that do for you? 
I mean, it could be intriguing and like, oh, okay, that's great. You were, you were, and people, I've told people this, right? And they're like, oh, that's great. Good for you. Good for you. You do you, you know, you believe what you want to believe. Hey, it worked for you. And then they don't believe in Jesus just because it worked for me because they have something that works for them. You know, whatever they're believing at the time, the keeping them on the straight path or whatever they think they're on, that, that's not, that's not going to save anyone. My testimony doesn't save anyone. What saves people? The gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ. He saves. Jesus saves. I don't save. The, the story of Daryl does not save anyone. The story, the true story of what Jesus has done to save sinners is what saves. He saves. God saves his people from their sin. His name is Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And he has saved us and he will continue to save us and he will continue to save others. But how does he do that? We must go and tell them. We must tell them. Why wouldn't you want to tell somebody the words of eternal life? Why wouldn't you want to tell them? What holds us back? Because I'm still hesitant of it. I'm, I'm very hesitant around friends and family that I've known for a long time. And I'm sure they've seen it. And that's why I'm, I'm less hesitant to share it on social media. Because there's less chance of a confrontation or arguments back. And I'm more likely to share it with a stranger than I am with family and friends. So please pray for me in this season, this year, each day, that I can share the gospel with family and friends in a loving way, not forcefully, because no one can be forced to believe. I don't want to force people to believe. I don't even want to win arguments. I want to win people to Christ by just telling them of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And again, that's not my story. I want to tell them who God is, who they are before a holy God, but how they can be forgiven and seen as righteous before a holy God. Not by anything that they do. They can't earn heaven. They can't work their way there. We can't work our way there. It's believing on Jesus Christ. Now, Paul, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 has to remind the Corinthians because even as believers, we still need to be reminded of the gospel. We do because each day we sin and then each day we probably try to work our way out of that sin. I know I fall into that trap of wanting, wanting to work my way back into the graces of God, but it's all the finished work of Christ. It continues to be. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. So, so the apostle is telling them, this is the gospel I preached to you. I've preached this to you, and you believed. You received this. You believe this, and you're standing in it, unless you believed in vain. So this is what we are to believe. What are we to believe, Paul? Verse 3, For I deliver to you as of first importance what I received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures. See, Christ died for our sins. He did. And how do we know this? Paul's saying, according with the Scriptures, and I'm, I'm actually preaching this text in a few weeks, January 2nd, in the evening service at, at my church, Grace Orthodox Presbyterian Church in Hamilton, New Jersey, if you're in the area. So this is a little preview for you. But in the, and this is what's been on my heart, because this is the gospel message. Jesus Christ died for our sins 
in accordance with the scriptures, Paul says. So how do we know Jesus died for our sins? According to the scriptures. It's, it is written. <laughs> it is written here, Old Testament. Many prophecies, and Paul's pointing to that. He's saying this, this is what was going to happen, and it did happen according to the scriptures. And he, he was buried, and he was raised on the third day according with the scriptures. So what we believe was written about. We don't believe blind faith. So a lot, a lot of people will say, oh, well, you just believe this blindly. You don't know. It's here. It's according to the scriptures. Paul is not preaching something new. He's pointing people to what God has said. It is written according to the scriptures. And then Paul goes on. Then he, he, he appeared to Cephas and then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. Though some have fallen asleep. So he, he's saying, he, he appeared to many people. Many are still alive. Basically, he's saying, go ask them. Go see. So we have, Jesus Christ died and rose according with the scriptures. It's written, and people have seen him. Go ask them. So we have witness. So this isn't a blind faith. So Christian, if, if you're afraid of sharing the gospel with people because because you are under this impression that we can't verify this? It is true. <laughs> it is true. God has said this will happen. It has happened. People saw it. It is true. Have confidence in that. And that should drive our confidence in what we believe, that we are saved. We can know we are saved. We can have assurance of salvation. And there, there's a song that children sing, children learn. Jesus loves me, yes I know, for the Bible tells me so. And that's perfectly fine to believe. We believe this because the Bible says so. Yes, we can have experience too that backs that up. Definitely, again, testimony. But a lot of people have a testimony. But what we believe the Bible says and the Bible is true. Sounds circular, I know. I'm not going to get into the whole apologetic argument here. But the point of what I want to say to you today is that we need to believe the gospel to be saved. And the gospel is Jesus Christ died to save sinners. He, he died to save you. He knows who he was dying for. He, sa he died for you by name. He knows. He died for me. He died for Daryl. God so loved the world that whosoever believed upon, he sent his own, I'm sorry, for God's soul of the world that he sent his only son, that whoever should believe on him shall not perish but have eternal life. Whosoever is me, I believe. Jesus Christ died to save me. If you believe, he died to save you. And now what? Now what do we do? What do we do with that? Do we, do we just go to church on Sunday and that's it? Now we go worship? That's a big part of it. But now we got to go tell people. we got to tell other people. We have to evangelize. Tell people the good news, the evangelion. We have to tell them. We want them to be saved. We want them to come into the kingdom. We want the kingdom to grow, and it will grow. It's going to grow. God, the, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. That's what Jesus said. It's a promise. The gates of hell will not, nothing can hold back the church from growing. But we also have to do our part in it. We can't sit back. We can't be the frozen chosen. We must go and tell people. So please, this year, tell people the good news. Share it on your social media. A lot of people share things on their social media account, like food they're eating, which is great. I do that. I, I share my spaghetti tacos, pictures of that. Great stuff. My pineapple and sausage pizza. 
It's great stuff. See, we're not afraid to share with things we like. You know, we're not afraid to share like where you got a good deal on this or that. But sometimes we're afraid to share the best deal ever. That Jesus Christ lived a perfect righteous life. The life that I'm commanded to live, but I can't. But he did. Active obedience for me. He actively obeyed every commandment. Lived righteously. Never sinned. And then he died on the cross. His passive obedience. Dying on the cross with my name. For me. And then he was buried. And after three days he rose. And he defeated death forever. He defeated sin. And he has forgiven all those who believe in him. And he is ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of God the Father, and from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. You know, we celebrate, or some people celebrate, and this is the Advent season, but it's always Advent, because Jesus is coming again. He's coming again. And he's going to come in judgment. And if our friends and our family haven't put their faith in Christ, if people we don't know haven't put their faith in Christ, he's going to judge them. And that judgment is hell, eternity in hell, forever, in a lake of fire, where the worm does not die, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, what do we do? We warn people. We implore them. We compel them to come in. Why? Because we love them? And because we love God, out of gratitude and obedience. So I urge you, I implore you, be an ambassador of Christ. And first and foremost, if you haven't trusted in Jesus Christ, do so today. Please, repent and believe the gospel. Christ died and rose from the dead for sinners by name. He did all the work, all the work necessary to rescue you from hell and bring you to eternal life with him. Believe it. Please turn to Christ and live. I want to thank you for listening. And if you heard my dog snoring in the background, forgive me. <laughs> but this is the only time I could record. And she's a cute dog. And she's being somewhat quiet. So I'll take her snoring over her barking. But please check out all the podcasts in the Christian podcast community. One I want to promote that I really like is Voice of Reason radio with Richard Story and Chris Hanholtz. It's an excellent program. These two gentlemen are godly men who go through the scriptures and they take on current events that are going on. Um, for my Presbyterian listeners, they're Baptists, but you know, we can look past that. Now, I, I kid, but it's a good program, so I ch check out Voice of Reason Radio. They can be found on the Christian Podcast Community, but check out all the other podcasts, ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. And again, thank you, and hopefully next week I'll have another episode, but it's going to be near uh, the Christmas holiday, so I can't guarantee as it gets busier with family stuff that we'll have an episode next week, but hopefully we will. So in the meantime, I pray that you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Drive safe, Grady. Grady.